to Of Course You Did. My name is Brooke and I am the host of this podcast. I'm really excited for what we're going to be talking about today, which is how to set goals that you actually can achieve and how to set goals so they become automatic and easy and natural. Now, this is probably going to be a two-parter because there are steps that I'm going to guide you through on how to actually get clear on what the goals are. And then we have a really, really fun NLP technique, which, well, it's not an NLP technique, sorry. It's a time techniques technique, which time techniques comes from NLP, um, but it's not technically NLP, just for anyone out there who's going to try and call me out on it. Um, Don't worry, I know. So there is a process that we can do to help you reprogram your subconscious mind and implant your goals into your future timeline. Because we all have in our subconscious mind, in our minds, you can think of your past and you can think of your future, right? What we're going to do with that technique is put your goal into your future that you automatically think about. So it is there. It is a done deal. You know, you are going there. You know, you are going to achieve that goal or goals and the action that you need to take to get there becomes automatic. Everything that you need to do to get there just becomes easy. It becomes like how when you wake up in the morning and you know, the first thing you do is you just go to the washroom and you brush your teeth and you know when you brush your teeth, you have like a normal pattern of you pick up your toothpaste, your toothbrush with one hand, you pick up like, and it's usually the same hand every time. And then the other hand picks up the toothpaste or whatever you do, you brush on the same side first every single time. So (laughs) the point that I'm getting to here is your goals, achieving your goals is going to become like the same kind of process, natural, automatic. You don't need to think about it. That's what subconscious reprogramming is. Like literally, that's what it is. We reprogram your subconscious mind. Well, you reprogram your subconscious mind to make the things that you want to do become automatic. So you don't have to think about them. Like, I don't even know if I'm explaining this right. Because when I say automatic, I literally mean like automatic. I mean, so automatic that you don't even need to think about it. It just becomes natural. And it's so hard to explain until you experience what that is like. Once you do some NLP, once you do some hypnosis, hypnosis is insane for this. Hypnosis is so wild for this. Like I do a lot of different hypnosis tracks, like listen to a lot of different hypnosis kind of recordings for different things, different goals I have, different things I want to achieve, different things I want to reprogram. And it is like amazing how quick the transformation happens and how automatic and natural it happens. Like I notice on the same day when I first start listening to a new hypnosis track that I'm just doing things differently. Like I have different desires, different urges that are in line with the changes that I've made from listening to the hypnosis track. This is why it's so powerful. This is why it's so amazing to use as a coaching tool with your clients. When you can learn hypnosis, when you can learn how to do these things effectively, imagine what you can help your clients do. Imagine the kind of transformation that you can help your clients achieve, things that they haven't been able to achieve on their own. And this is why I teach this. This is why it's part of the created coach method. This is why it's in there. So if you want to learn how to do hypnosis for yourself, how to do hypnosis with your clients, then the created coach method will teach you. So 
It's open now. It's open for enrollment. You can join as soon as you want. You can join right now. You can just head to createdmindacademy.com slash certification to learn more about how to use hypnosis with your clients and how to use NLP with your clients and yourself and all of these things. So the stuff that we're going to talk about today on today's Mindset Monday slash on the podcast is goal setting. Now, uh, some of this stuff does come from what we teach, what I teach in the creative coach method in the training program. And I'm going to add in some other things as well. Some things that I have learned from my experiences, some things that I have learned work well for me when it comes to um, creating a new mindset, when it comes to manifestation, when it comes to spirituality, I have had like a bit of a mm, up and down. What's on again, off again relationship with, I would say, this kind of like spiritual manifestation idea world. Just because I feel like it's so oversaturated and I feel like there are so many people talking about so many things that aren't real, aren't true. And a lot of it seems at the moment to me kind of scammy with the, I can help you make a million dollars in a year and you can be so rich. Like that kind of stuff to me is so off-putting and oh, the visual the visual that I have in my head when I see people saying things like that, when I see people saying things like, we can make, you can make $100,000 in less than a year. I can teach you how to do it. It, I have this visual of like some type of, um, oh, what's the word? Future dystopia. Is that the word that I'm trying to think of? I need to look up if this is the word that I'm trying to think of. Dystopian. I'm going to like literally type it up right now. No, maybe not. Maybe. But like, you know how in movies when you see sometime in the future, like really far in the future, and it's like always nighttime and there's just huge neon signs everywhere and there's like people like trying to get you on the street like hey you want some of this hey you want some of this I got this thing for you like that is what I imagine this kind of stuff is people are like hey I got you I can help you make a lot of money just like it just feels gross to me is really what I'm getting at so anyway I've had this like on again off again relationship with manifestation spirituality that kind of stuff and um anyway I have decided to focus on what I teach and what I have experienced and give you all a foundation to build upon and encourage you to experiment with what I say too. So whatever I am sharing with you, when it comes to manifestation, when even when it comes to this subconscious reprogramming stuff, whatever I share with you, experiment, test it out for yourself. Don't just believe me and believe that that's the way that it is and not question it, not try it for yourself. And don't, just brush it off and say, well, that's not true. That's not going to work for me. Give yourself the chance, experience, experiment, try it out and find out what works for you because everyone's going to be different. So even with what I'm going to share with you today, experiment, give it a try, try out how I say it, then try it out a different way. Do what works for you. So that's my little spiel intro here. Now I want to get into it. So there's a few things when it comes to setting goals, the first thing that I think is really, really important to talk about, and maybe you've heard of this before and maybe you've, you haven't, but it's a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset, two different types of mindset. So a fixed mindset 
says, and I'm probably going to get this like a little bit wrong and you can Google this and look it up. This is, I think it was, was Carol Dweck, a book by Carol Dweck. Let me, I'm doing fact checking as we go right now. Um, Carol Dweck. Um, yes, Mindset, The Psychology of Success is the book that she wrote. Um, and it's about a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. And when you first start achieving goals, like when I learned this, hello everyone, when I learned this, this was like mind blowing to me. It's, it's, there's so much of this stuff that I don't understand how we weren't taught about this as kids. Like when I was a kid and even when I became an adult and I would try something, I would want to do something and then I would either want to get it right. It is all about that growth mindset. I would want to get it right. I would be like, I'm going to get this perfect and right. And if I don't get it perfect and right the first time, I don't want to do it ever again. And I just am not good at that thing. And that is the, that's a fixed mindset thinking that I really should look this up so I don't screw it up when I'm telling you, but a fixed mindset person says that if I don't know how to do something or if I'm not good at something on the first try, it means that I am not good at this thing. And a growth mindset is someone who says, if I'm not good at something the first try or I don't know how to do something, I can learn how to do it. I can improve my skills and get better as I go. I'm going to look it up right now, though, because I probably... mess that up and I'm not going to edit this podcast so bear with me while I'm like figuring out Brooke do you post these somewhere so I can watch later yes they're going to live it's going to live in my IGTV and it's going to be as a podcast as well so um, you will be able to either listen later or watch later um, okay so a fix I'm looking this up online breakthroughmethod.co a fixed mindset believes that their talents and traits are fixed assets. A fixed mindset is risk averse. A fixed mindset believes effort is for those not smart enough. That's a really interesting one. I often have, you're welcome, Kelsey. I often used to have the thought that if I had to try and do something, if I had to put effort into something, I wasn't good at it. Um, Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, I used to think that if I had to study or if I had to like like learn how to, if I wasn't good at, I'm just like kind of thinking out loud right now because this is so interesting. You should really, really look this up. But I used to think that if I didn't know how to do something already, it meant that um, I wasn't good and yeah. Okay, so a fixed mindset covers their flaws and is defensive if they're pointed out. A fixed mindset views feedback as a personal attack. A fixed mindset is threatened by the success of others. Oh, that was a big one for me. Okay, so now let's figure out the characteristics of a growth mindset because I want to go over this. It's really important to know the difference when you are setting your goals. So a growth mindset believes that skills can be grown and developed, 
They are focused on learning and getting better results, that effort is an important part of learning, that perseverance, that they persevere and work through challenges. They enjoy feedback and use it to learn and they treat mistakes as a learning opportunity. So you can look this up. Clearly, we just had a technical difficulty, which um, got in the way of me explaining that very clearly. But um, look it up. Look up Fixed Mindset versus Growth Mindset. And the book is called um, The Psychology of Success by Carol Dweck. It's a really, really good book. I highly, highly recommend you read the book to give you a good idea of what the difference is between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. Now I feel like I'm like off track since the power like slightly went out there, but you're all with me. I gave you a few minutes to chill because you're probably looking up what this means right now anyway. So it's totally okay. Um, and for anyone listening on the podcast, um, sorry as well, I'm not going to edit that out because I don't want to. So why is a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset important? It's really important when you're setting your goals so that you can um, create goals that are outside of your comfort zone and not hold yourself back by maybe thinking you can't achieve something or something isn't possible for you because maybe you have to try at it or maybe you tried something and you weren't good at it the first time you ever did it so then you're not going to include that thing in your goals or in your future you think it's not a possibility for you so it's really important when you're setting your goals to learn the difference between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset and do what you can to work towards that growth mindset work towards and, and this is really good to help you notice when limiting beliefs are coming up and be able to determine the thoughts that you're having that are limiting beliefs. When you know that there is a fixed mindset and a growth mindset, now you'll be able to pick up on those limiting beliefs that come up because you'll be able to say, hmm, that sounds like a fixed mindset thought to me. That's a limiting belief. So I really wanted to share that with you because maybe some of you don't know about this and um, now you're going to go down the rabbit hole. Another important thing when it comes to goal setting. Now, I think this part is missed so much. Sorry if you can hear my shirt crinkling too. I just realized I'm like wearing a a blouse that has like um, material that makes a noise when you move. So apologies if you can hear my shirt movement. Um, But important to really think about changing how you think, not just changing what you do. The first thing, and this is what I always say when it comes to mindset, this is what I always say when it comes to manifestation, like this is if there's anything that I can share with you anything that I want you to take on board, anything that I want you to integrate and internalize, it's to change how you think. Make changing how you think a priority over changing what you do. Changing how you think means changing what you think about yourself, changing what you think about the world around you, changing what you think or how you think the world works, changing how you think 
other people are, changing how, changing how you think about your mindset, your fixed mindset or a growth mindset, right? Changing how you think from that deep level. Because when you change how you think, when you can change how you think, the action that you're going to take becomes natural. It becomes automatic. Now, this is where I'm saying, this is what I'm talking about when it comes to subconscious reprogramming. This is the part. This is, this is subconscious reprogramming because our thoughts, our deep subconscious thoughts are automatic, right? And this is why we need to create change at the subconscious level. This is why we need to create that deep change because we need our automatic thoughts to become ones that are in alignment with our goals, ones that are going to help us achieve our goals, not the ones that belong to a fixed mindset, not the ones that we inherited from the people around us when we were children. Those things don't have to be our future. Those thoughts that you have that limit you, that are fixed, that have stopped you from going towards what you want up until now, don't have to be there forever. You don't have to keep those. We get to change those things by going into the subconscious mind and creating change and transformation at a subconscious level. And this is changing how you think before you change what you do. Because changing what you do can produce some results. You've likely experienced this before where you change what you do and you get some results, but it's very likely that those results don't last very long or the motivation, the inspiration to keep doing something different doesn't last very long. Maybe a week, two weeks, a month, because what happens is You're changing what you're doing, but the thoughts, the old thoughts are still there. They haven't changed. So it's a slower way when you try to change what you do. As I was saying right at the beginning, when I do hypnosis tracks, when I listen to hypnosis stuff that I've created or that I found somewhere else, I notice a difference in my automatic actions, my automatic thoughts, my automatic desires, my automatic urges. I notice differences immediately, immediately. This is why, that's because I've created the change at the subconscious level. I've changed how I think before I try and change what I do. All right, so I think that covers that point pretty clearly. Now let's get onto actually creating the goals. So SMART goals is probably something that most people have heard of and it is something that is taught in the Created Coach Method. We have a few different goal, actually we have a few different goal setting methods in the creative coach method that are for different purposes. We have a goal setting method that you learn that you go through on how to create kind of deeper goals with your clients. And this one, the one that you learn to do with your clients is it's not just how to figure out what 
the goals are, but it's also to figure out, help your client figure out how to get to their goals, the actions that they need to take, the things that they need to learn, things like that. Okay. So it's, it's not just figuring out what the goals are. It's also helping your client figure out how to get there. So that's one of the goal setting, creating frameworks that you learn in the creative coach method. There's another one, smart goals, which is kind of like the basic everywhere smart goals. People know all about this that we use for like figuring out what the actual goals are. So I don't necessarily love this smart goals kind of traditional smart goals process. I have been working on my own kind of smart-ish goals framework that um, I feel like I'm so, I got just so off track, like my mind is taking a minute to get back after the power went off for a second there. Like it's really, it's really taking me a minute. So I'm just going to take a breath. I don't have any water left. let's just all take a breath together because I feel like I need to get back into my, I feel like it really took me out of my flow, out of my mojo. That was so weird. That was super weird. Okay. So back into smart goals. I'm working on my own framework because there are a few things that um, I don't necessarily love about the traditional smart goals. So I'm going to go through this traditional smart goals with you now, and I'll be sharing my framework with you later once it's more like hashed out and um, shareable. But for now, we're just going to, I'm just going to explain what smart goals are for people who don't know what they are. And as I'm doing this, I'm going to like give you um, some other ways of thinking about it. Um, some other kind of prompts to help you think about it because this is going to get us into our next step of like creating the goals, the next process in the goal setting process that I have. Whoa. Okay. So the first one, oh, this bug now, my gosh, so many like technical difficulties with this live today. We're doing it anyway. Uh, the first one is specific. So it needs to be clear and unambiguous. Now, this one I do agree with. I do love being super specific. So what I'm going to do is for this one here, I want you to think about what you want to achieve. What do you want to achieve? Do you want more money? How much specifically? Write it down. The, The first number that comes to your head. Do you want a relationship? Do you want to live in a new house? What does the house look like? So when you're thinking about specific, the first step is write this down. What will you see, hear, and feel when you have achieved this goal? This one is like so important, the most important the most important. Now, when it comes down to what will you see, hear, and feel, I get super detailed. I, if I'm thinking about the income that I want to create, I will think, okay, when I have achieved this goal, what will I see? I will be logged onto my computer and I will see the yellow and black on the screen from my banking because my bank 
My business bank account is yellow and black. So I'm going to see that. But for you, maybe if you're working on income, are you going to be looking at your phone app? What will you see there? What colors will you see? If you are working on getting more clients, if you want to create more clients, what will you see? Will you see emails coming through from Calendly or Acuity? Will you see emails coming through from your um, clients saying that they have paid or they have signed the contract? And this is going to be specific to you because you need to think about what you're going to see, hear, and feel the moment that you know the goal has been achieved, right? And that point is going to be different for everyone. And the example that I give for this one is when you are going on a vacation, at what point do you know that it's a done deal that you are going? Do you know it's a done deal when you book the ticket on your computer and you're looking at your computer screen and then you're like, I am going on vacation? Or for you, is it when you are walking onto the plane? Or is it when you have unpacked your luggage in your hotel? It's going to be different for everyone. So at what point do you know that your goal is a done deal? Done deal. It's done. It's coming. It's happened. It's like there is no question about it. What will you see, hear, and feel for your specific goal? Whether that's you want a relationship, more money, more clients, whatever it is for your specific goal that you're working on, what will you see, hear, and feel the moment you know it's a done deal, the moment you've stopped questioning it, all right? So measurable is our next one. Measurable, um, this means that your results need to be able to be measured. Now, I think this one is important as well. So when you are, and it kind of like falls into specific, um, similar to specific in terms of if you're wanting to create more money, how much more money? Because you need to be able to measure whether the goal has been achieved or not, whether you have actually accomplished your goal. You also need to be able to measure how close you are to your goal, because that's going to help you determine what actions you need to take. That's going to help you determine what you need to learn. That's going to help you determine what changes you need to make. That's going to help you determine what thoughts are currently in the way, what limiting beliefs are currently in the way. So measurement, uh, measurable, needs to be measurable. So not just like, oh, there used to be a list here, not just like, I don't even think saying something like I want to be location independent is measurable because you could be location independent at any point, but for what purpose do you want to be location independent? Do you want to go to Bali? Do you want to move to Bali? Do you want to go on a vacation for a month? Do you want to travel Europe for whenever, whenever I'm allowed to do that. Do you like make it specific enough that you can know when it has been achieved? Keeping it vague and and ambiguous and open to like interpretation kind of is not going to be helpful. And then, okay, so this is the one that I don't, I have notes by the way, that's why I'm looking over here because I always forget stuff. Um, this is one that I don't necessarily love and the next one is attainable. So thinking about if your goal is attainable because a lot of the time people um, 
limit themselves by this. And attainable is subjective, but also people use their limitations to determine what's attainable or they judge it based on their past, what they've experienced before. So I don't necessarily want you to create something attainable, but I do want you to think about, so the, the example that I give for this one is if you want to be, um, if you want to be a, if you want to go to Antarctica and you want to work down Antarctica as a scientist for three years, but you have five kids and a mortgage, is that actually attainable? That could also be like, yeah, is that really attainable? Possibly, but maybe there's like so many things that need to happen, need to change before that is something that you can actually do. And is it within your time frame as well? So I don't have another word that I want to give you for this, but I don't want you to choose your attainable goals based on, um, maybe we can just move remove the attainable out of here for the purpose of this one. And we can just be like Homer Simpson when he says, he sings, I don't want to sing his song because I'm going to embarrass himself, but he says, I, okay, I'm going to sing it. I am so smart. SMRT. That's all we're doing here. We're doing Homer Simpson smart goals. SMRT goals. All right. So let's do the next one, which is relevant. See, this is why I am working on my own one, because there are some things in this traditional smart goals things that I just don't agree with. I don't love. So next we have relevant. So it needs to be relevant. It needs to be relevant to you. This is one that I love. It needs to be relevant. And I'm going to add in something else here. It needs to be compelling. It needs to be something that you want, not something someone else wants you to want, not something someone else has told you you should want, not something that you've seen someone else achieve and then you've thought, hmm, I want to achieve that too because they look happy and maybe that will make me happy. It needs to be relevant to you. Your goals need to be relevant to you for and relevant to your values and relevant to your overall vision, your overall goal, what you want to achieve. This is really important, making sure your goals are relevant to you. And then the final one is time bound. So, um, I like to put dates on things. I always put a date on when I will have achieved it by. I wish I, oh, I have like a definite purpose statement, which I didn't put up here and I can't remember the entire thing. I'll put it in the comments. I'll put it in the comments, um, the definite purpose statement on how to write out your goals. This is something that I share um, in the Creative Coach Method on how to write this out for yourself and how to do this with your clients. Um, but I'll share it in the comments or the caption or something like that. So you can really write out your goal. But time bound, I always put a date on it. It is January 1st, 20. 22 and I have accomplished XYZ because I just like to and it this comes in with measurable making sure your goals are measurable it's part of this as well so always putting a date on when you want to achieve something by otherwise like 
you could achieve it when? Do you want it in one month? Do you want it in three months? Do you want it in five years? Do you want it in 10 years? When do you want the relationship? When do you want the new job? When do you want the more clients? When do you want any of it, right? You need Because what's the saying? The saying is like the work will expand to fill the time that we have set for it. So basically what this means is if you give yourself one hour to do something, you can get it done in one hour. But if you give yourself five hours to do it, it's going to take you five hours to do it, right? So you need to put a date on it and a time on it when you want to have it completed by, when you want to have achieved it by, so that you're not just like continuously expanding the amount of time that you're taking to achieve these goals because it will just keep expanding and expanding and expanding and going, going, going until you never achieve it. So those are our SMART goals. Now, like a, they're our SMRT goals um, because I don't want you to limit yourself by this attainable. Okay, so now, now that you're super clear on what you want to achieve, on your goal, on what your end result is, now what you need to do is there are two different timeframes that I like to set goals up for. So I have my final goal. I have my end goal on the thing, the thing I'm working towards, the thing. So for you, that could be like the relationship. It could be the business. It could be like, and maybe it's like making a certain amount of money in your business, or maybe what you want to do with that money is probably a better kind of goal to set up than just having money. It's what do you actually want to do with that money? Do you want to buy a house? Do you want to take your whole family on a trip? What do you actually want to do with that? So I'm talking about the end goal, the, the, the end goal. Okay. So working on that, you're going to do this process for that. You're going to ask yourself, what will I see here and feel? You're going to ask yourself, how will I think? How will I act? Who will I be? What will my thoughts be? All of this kind of stuff. You're going to get super, super clear on that end goal. And then what you're going to do is you're going to set yourself a another goal, but you're going to break it into a much smaller timeline. So my suggestion is that you don't want to set, it just depends on how far away your big, big goal is, but give yourself a few months. Three months is what I like to do. I have my big, big goal, and then I have my three month goal. And this is the kind of stuff that I'm working on. It's like, how do I explain this? This is the next step. Oh man. Nope. I'm seriously so like off my game from when the power went out for anyone just watching now, the power went out. And as soon as it did, it like threw me off. It threw me off my game. So like all of my computer and my light and everything turned off and like, I lost, no, I didn't lose my mojo. My mojo is coming back. My mojo is back, back on track, back aligned. But it threw me, it threw me a little bit. And I'm like still trying to get back on track from it. Um, And it was a little bit ago, but okay. So we have your, your ideal final goal, the thing that you're working on. And then you have like your next ideal goal. And this is going to be a step in the path to your final goal. So the way that I imagine this is stepping stones, like as you're kind of getting across a a 
pond or wherever you're doing, but it's stepping stones. And at the final one, you have your ideal goal, but this one is one goal that's not all the way to your end goal, but it's a step closer. And you can think about it in a three-month chunk or whatever time chunk that you've set for it, whatever works for you. I like to do them in three-month chunks, but what? where do you need to be in three months that's going to get you closer to your your final goal, your big goal, okay? So we don't need to always just be focusing on this big goal because sometimes when we do that, it just can seem so big and so far away that it gets overwhelming, that we just decide we're not even gonna do it, we're gonna hold ourselves back, it's too far, it's, I'm not close enough, it's too hard, I don't know what I'm doing, I'm not any closer, blah, blah, blah. So we're gonna make it easier for ourselves and set ourselves a smaller time frame, a smaller chunk of goal to work towards. So this is why I like to do it in three months and I like to think about, okay, where do I need to be in three months? Where do I want to be in three months? And then set the same thing up for there, the same process. What are you going to see, hear and feel? How are you going to think and act and get super specific with that whole process that we just went through on figuring out your goal. So you need to make sure you're super, super specific and clear on what that goal is. You need to make sure it's measurable. You need to know when you need to create something so that you know when you have achieved it. You need to make sure it's something that you want, something that's relevant and compelling to you, and you need to have a date on it. So You need to do this for our big final goal and then you're going to kind of work backwards. You can, you can even set like, okay, so maybe your big goal is five years away. You can set yourself maybe, okay, different time increments. Maybe there's a four year, a three year, a two year, a one year, a six month and a two month, right? You can like break it down into those chunks, but the first thing that you want to do do is just focus on your next three-month goal. Where do you want to be in three months? That's not your end goal. You don't have to worry about getting there right now, but what's your three-month goal that's going to help you get to the way that you can imagine this? Okay, the way that you can imagine this is a film. When you're watching a movie, a movie isn't just like Um, it's not actual like people moving and doing things recorded that way. It's actually still frames that are recorded, that are played so quickly that it looks like it's one continuous frame, but it's each individual still frame. So Jordi, so Toby, can you teach us how to curl your hair? (laughs) Yeah, I can do a hair tutorial. Maybe we'll do that um, on our next live. Although now that my hair is short, I don't know. It's like... I don't know about this short hair, but um, we can definitely do one for sure. I've got I've got triangle hair now. I have triangle hair now, which I always wanted, but um, it needs to grow. It needs to grow. Um, okay, so oh, Jody, now I'm, <laughs> now I've lost my train of thought again. Um, oh man, can someone remind me where I was? Okay, yes. <laughs> Movies, frames. So when you're watching a movie, it's not just one continuous frame of people moving. It is a lot of still frames that are moving really, really quickly that make it look continuous. 
So that's how I want you to think about your next goal. What's your next still frame that's on the way to the final goal? Maybe that will um, help you understand what I'm trying to say, hopefully. Um, oh, thank you. Um, but let me know, is what I'm saying clear? Like, are you understanding the way that I'm explaining how to set up your goals? Because like when I explain things, I see pictures in my mind. So sometimes I have a hard time explaining what I'm seeing in my mind um, because I could just explain it all in the pictures that I see, but that's not going to make sense to everyone. So let me know if, if this is working out for you the way that I'm explaining. But the point is have your final goal, have your end goal, and then you're going to create your your next ideal goal that's not quite your end goal, but it's a frame, it's a still image on the way to there. So that what's going to happen eventually, you're going to have all of these like time chunked goals that the way that it's going to work is as you move through time, as you move through time, that is actually an illusion, getting closer and closer to your um, end goal, these are going to be your still frames that will look like one continuous process, that will look like one continuous timeline, even though they're not, because time is an illusion, time is not linear. So we're going to create our own still frames, just like in the movies, just like how each movie that you watch is, or TV or whatever thing that video that you watch is just still images that are placed together and played really, 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 really quickly to make it look continuous. That's what you're going to create in your own life there. Bob, Bob Proctor says, if you can see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hands. Absolutely. Absolutely true. Bob Proctor is amazing. Yes, I love Bob Proctor. I he just I never had a grandpa, uh, but I wish that he was my grandpa. Um, he just is like just he's he seems like such a cool person. Um, so if anyone hasn't ever, if you don't know who I'm talking about for anyone listening or watching the replay, go and YouTube Bob Proctor. I a few years ago watched he has this he used to do a thing in like, it looks like the eighties, but it was like a whole weekend seminar. And the whole thing is, has been put up on YouTube and it's like wild, but I used to, I think it goes for like 14 hours or something, but I used to just play that on the background when I was doing stuff. So, um, I love that. Love Bob Proctor. Um, okay, so now what we've done is we we have our, our growth mindset, we're working on our growth mindset, we're working on changing how we are thinking, not just what we are doing, we have our clear goals that we've created, we have our final goal, and then we have our next ideal goal, the one that's a frame on the way to our final goal, our, our final goal, I'm just going to call it that. Now, I did say in the beginning, this is going for so much longer than I expected. I did say in the beginning that we're going to, I'm going to help you transform these into goals that become automatic. Now, as I said, right at the very beginning, we're going to do an NLP process in another day. Not today, because this is going for a really long time, but there's going to be an NLP process called putting a goal in your future timeline that's going to help you at a deeper level, make these subconscious and reprogram your subconscious mind to make this automatic. A few things that I'm going to share with you to do right now. So what I like to do, and 
I know there are probably going to be some people who don't like agree with the terminology that I'm going to use here, but I brainwash myself every single day. I brainwash myself, I brainwash myself, I brainwash myself. Because the thoughts that I have right now and the thoughts that you have right now, you're brainwashed to think those thoughts. You're brainwashed to do the things that you do, to think the things that you think, to feel the things that you feel. And I brainwash myself to think how I want to think, think in alignment with my goals and my vision. So I literally like go to my future goal. My, I go to both. I do my, like my next one. And then my final goal, like all the time, all the time, all the time, all the time. I look at pictures that are in alignment with it. I watch videos that are in alignment with it. I do anything I can to convince my brain that that is already real. I do anything I can, journaling, NLP, hypnosis, talking to people, anything I can to have my mind believe that it is already real. Not that it's coming, not that it's going to happen one day, but that it's already happening now. You're welcome. Um, literally, I brainwash myself. This is what I do. And one of the the points of that, one of the important parts of that is to react to your 3D world. React to what is going on around you right now as though you're already in the world of your ideal goal, of your ideal reality. You're already there. Whatever comes up, react as though you're already in your ideal world because however you react to something, however you respond to something is what you're going to get more of. So when you change your thoughts and you change, and I've, I've given this analogy quite a few times and I'm going to give it again. I'm going to share it again and then I'm going to finish up really soon because I've been talking for a really long time. But here is how manifestation works, the kind of like quantum physics side of things. So the best example that I've ever come across for this one is if you have two pianos in a room, two different pianos in a room that are both tuned to the same frequency. I'm pretty sure you have to like tune pianos. You have to tune them. I don't know how pianos work, but you have to tune them so that they're like tuned the same way. Oh my God, I'm going to fuck this up. They're tuned the same way. If you hold down the A key on one of the pianos while the pedal is pushed down so it's allowed to resonate so the, the sound doesn't stop, it just can continuously play the sound. The A key on the other piano will also start to resonate. They are tuned to the same frequency. They are both vibrating at the same frequency. Like attracts like. That is how it works. This is like, this is a true thing. This is not like me making this up. This is true. I probably didn't explain it very well, but it's true. This is how it works. This is how your mind is going to work. When you can react to your, respond to your 3D world as though you have already achieved your goals, as though you already are the person you will be when you have achieved your goals. That's what it is. Responding as though you are already the person you will be when you have achieved your goals. How will the person who is already at your ideal reality, how will that person respond to your current experience, to your current situation? How will future you respond to current you's situation? That is how you become future you now. That is how you do it. 
The other thing that I really love to do is visualize and like these these all come together but visualizing constantly visualizing me in my end goal now I prefer to visualize um associated which means looking through my own eyes so like I would be like looking as though I'm in my body I would be able to look down at my hands some people prefer to look visualize as though they're seeing things on a movie screen and they're seeing themselves in the picture like they're seeing their full body doing stuff um like they're watching a movie. Personally, I prefer to not do it that way. I'd prefer to like look through my own eyes, but you can do whatever works for you. But visualize, do whatever you can to constantly have the pictures in your mind of you achieving your goals. It's already done. Of you seeing the emails come in from clients, seeing discovery calls booked, seeing your um, payments coming through all of these things. All right. Constantly visualizing like multiple times a day, morning, noon, and night. Do it more. If you can write in your journal. Oh my gosh. I love this one. Writing in your journal, how it feels that you have achieved your goals. How does it feel now that you have achieved your goal? How does it feel? writing this one down. I'm also doing a vision journaling workshop in a few weeks. So stay tuned for that. I'm really, really excited to share my, a bunch of my journaling processes with you. Um, but I'm going to, I'm going to finish up here because this has turned into a really long live slash podcast. Um, I like to talk to my future self, like how is, how is it? Oh, how is it there, babe? Can't wait to be there with you soon. Oh, that's so good. I love that. Yes. You know, something that I, I heard this thing recently. I don't know where I heard it, but what I love to do is to go to a time in my past, like visualize in my mind, a past experience that I've had, maybe one that was challenging, maybe one where I was, yeah, something that was hard, a challenging experience that I've had. I like to visualize me going back into that time, going back to that time. So I see two me's, I see past me and current me, and I give past me advice. I say, like, I literally tell past me things that helped me get through it or what the results were or that thing, everything is okay now. Or I give them like, I give past me advice on like how to get through that moment, like resources. So yeah, resources is is a good way to explain that. I give past me resources, um, like mindset shifts that can help past me because time isn't linear. We're just, we just think it's linear, but it's not. So like, who's to say that that can't happen? And so then sometimes I will be experiencing something like now, current me, a challenge. And all of a sudden something will like pop into my head, like a resource or a different way of thinking about it or something that will help soothe me, something that will help me calm down. It's for sure future me coming back to past me to like current me, future me coming to current me to give me advice, just like I do with past me. Right. So I don't know if you understand that, but I love doing that too. I love doing that too. I love doing it um, in bed right before I am falling asleep, like as I'm falling asleep. So Okay, now I'm actually going to leave here. So thank you for watching the IG live. Thank you if you were listening to the podcast episode. I apologize for (laughs) these weird technical difficulties um, that were at the beginning, but we made it. And my voice is sore. My throat is sore. 
and I'm going to go make some dinner. So thank you all, all for being here. I love you. I will catch you in our next Mindset Monday and on our next podcast. All right. Have a good rest of your day, everyone.